What up, Will? What up? See, so the music are. didn't stop abruptly this time. It went a little bit longer. I like it. Yeah. How's it going, man? You doing all right? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Back on fights, you know? Feels Back good. on fights. Thank you, anybody that's joining us today, or even if you're not joining us live, you know you're catching us at a later date and time. Uh, we're starting a little bit later today, Will. Yeah, not at our regular time, 9 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, my, you know? my bad, dude. I had to work. You know what yeah. I mean? Had to make Life money. gets in the way sometimes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for anybody joining us for the first time, my name is Romero. That's my boy, Will. And uh, this is Story uh, of Fight. We talk everything fights. In the background, we have our, our producer, Rich the Casual, right? Shout I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, uh, in the background, we had this new neon sign because you were like oh, leaning yeah, away. Oh, dude. Look at this, <laughs> man. New neon Ooh. sign. Shout out to my wife, Mindy, for getting this for Father's Day, early Father's Day gift. Hell yeah. And you yeah, already knew, sick. Will. I already knew. You didn't tell me. I thought we were boys, yeah. dude. Hey, man. A boy, <laughs> boys let boys be surprised. You know what I'm saying? On Father's Day, especially on Father's Day. Yeah. Appreciate <laughs> it, man. Fun. But yeah. <laughs> so if, if anybody wants to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. It goes a long way. We're trying to reach 1,000 subscribers. We're at 985, is it? 995. 995. Five away. Please help us out. It goes a long way. And if you don't like seeing our ugly mugs, but you like listening to us talk about fights because you're like, hey, you know what? They have some interesting takes. Then Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, you name it. We're on it. You like that promo? We're everywhere. That's a good one. You can't avoid us. (laughs) And then uh, social media. Yeah, we're uh, at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, anywhere else. We haven't been kicked off from uh, TikTok yet. But... They're keeping us but alive. I haven't posted very much yet because I'm walking on eggshells, dude. Yeah, and that's like you never want to be in that position. No, you know, let me be free. Never, yeah. Let me be let me, me. You got to let me fly. <laughs> yeah, I'm a peacock, dude. And so yeah. like now I want to post more stuff about fights or interesting things I see. And, and I'm like, I don't want them to kick us off. We just got started on TikTok. We just got started. I think I think if we just post, but we don't post people getting viciously knocked out. I think we'll probably. That's be what fine. sells. I know people want to see the knockouts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of knockouts, so hey, shout out Hob Comer, always a real one, man, always a real one. But yes. Speaking of social media, can we talk about Will's profile picture on Instagram? Listen, man. Here's the deal. I Star Wars, it? right? Star Wars is coming out. Right, the new serious. new series, right? So I'm sitting that we're sitting in line, right? Because it's, I mean, we camped out for it, all that stuff, right? I think I got the helmet on. Pretty sure I got a helmet on in it. No, maybe it's just this hat. Um, but it's actually uh, at the time sna- <laughs> at the time Snapchat was getting real popular, you know. Uh, and you could do stickers, so it's actually it's a cutout of my face on Katie's head. Is what that picture is. I've actually had someone talk shit to me and say, "Cut your hair, dude. You're a fucking man," or some shit like that. Be a man, cut your hair or some shit. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, my profile <laughs> oh, picture. That's awesome. Yeah. Getting trolls any way we can. Oh, I yeah. love it, man. But hey, there it is. There it is. Rich the casual. Damn, rich so fast. Timely, man. I love it. <laughs> Dude, you can so tell that that's just poorly Photoshopped, too. So well, for we anybody that... up here, but <laughs> that's true. On a phone, that's you know. True. Uh, but hey, we were speaking of knockouts right now, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, TikTok. We're going to talk about knockouts right now. But... Let's start off talking about the fights. UFC Vegas 56, I believe it was, right? Richard Casual 56. had to tell. Richard Casual told me it was UFC Whoa. Fight Night 56. Yeah, not so casual anymore, huh? But uh, we start off with 
Volkov versus Rosenstruck or Rosenstrike, potato, potato, depending on who you ask. Yeah. Uh, Volkov came in favored minus 155. Yeah, that makes sense. He, right. He, I mean, and this fight kind of went exactly how I thought it was going to go, but you're right. I mean, uh, Volkov, he's coming off a loss, right? Against Tom Aspinall, kind of a nasty loss. Yep. Uh, Rosenstrike is coming off of what? What was his last fight? Hmm. Not even sure. Probably should have done our homework. <laughs> yeah, lost to Curtis Blades. Uh, Curtis right? Blades. Yeah, so both coming off losses, and the UFC is mm-hmm. like, you know what? Let's just put him in main events. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look at who he's uh, lost to: Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gaon, Curtis Blades, now Volkov. True. Yeah, I mean, all killers, man. All killers, and uh, he should have lost to Overeem, but it is what it is. Um, Has he yeah, been the same is... since he got knocked out by Ngannou, though? Huh. I mean, is anybody, <laughs> you know, Curtis true. Blades, only Curtis Blades. But uh, yeah, man, Volkov, you could tell he kind of needed this to be a statement win, you know, mm-hmm. because the way he lost to Aspinall, I think a lot of people, I, for me, all that meant was, yeah, uh, Aspinall is legit. He's as legit as we thought he was. He is right? who we thought he was. Exactly. That's what we thought. Yeah. And I didn't. It didn't make me think any less of Volkov. Uh, Volkov's a killer man, and uh, so he 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 comes in here and it, he's like the anti Stefan Struve, in my opinion. He's a super <laughs> long, super tall heavyweight, but he uses his range so well, man, so well. And I love uh, that you say that. Yep. Yeah, and and Rosenstruck, you know, uh, say what you will about him, his knockouts are fun for sure. Uh, he's been in a, a few fights now, in my opinion, that it's like, I wouldn't necessarily call him must watch. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but uh, usually it's kind of like a slow, uh, reluctant to, to go for it. Right. Uh, and then here he wasn't. And I was once. He's a one trick uh, pony, he, man. Whoa, that's harsh. He is. What's the trick? He just got power in that right hand, man. He's <laughs> yeah. going to try to knock you out, and that's the trick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Volk- Volkov is... Uh, man, he-, he was doing such a good job of... And it's the same thing that that uh, Francis exploited, right? Francis, when he fought Rosenstrike, he just ran stro- straight at him and just winging crazy punches until Rosenstrike just went straight backwards into the fence, got knocked out. And Volkov, you can see, he goes in he throws his jab and his and uh either it lands or Rosenstrike is just leaning backwards, right? He's uh he he la- he lands or leans back, but his feet are still right there. So Volkov throws the jab, he leans away from it, and his legs are right there. So he jabs inside leg kick, jab, outside leg kick, jab, inside leg kick, over and over and over again. And man, Volkov, when he's on, he is on. HLB Comer says Volkov finally showed what he is capable of when he's on. Yeah, when he's on, he's on. Also likes his post fight. Must read with Russian accent. I'm gonna let you take this one, Romero. I do. I don't have a Russian accent. <laughs> I know what he not good defense back to the cage. I don't know. That's the best I got. Hey, that works for me, man. That'll do. That'll, <laughs> that'll do. do. But but that's uh, what it is, right? That's exactly 100%. it. Hundred uh, percent. Rosenstrike moves moves straight backwards, and you can see it as soon as Volkov started pumping the jab, he's just leaning back, and it opens up his legs for the leg kicks. But then Rosenstrike comes back, and he cracks him. He cracked him with that left hook. Yeah, and, and I thought 
I was like, oh shit, man, most people don't take those shots. And, <laughs> and then Volkov just turned him around and started swinging on him until uh, he dropped. <laughs> and I'm fine with the stoppage too. Yeah, Rosenstrike complained. Even Volkov was kind of like, like, Rosenstrike stood back up and he was like, what the hell? And then Vol- even Volkov was like, I don't know, man. Handshake? <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, hey, HLB Comer says, not the champ of accents. Worst Russian impression ever. Hey, dude, I said, hey, I, I, you know, I gave it's it a, a shot. Time since hey, Rocky <laughs> it's been a minute, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's been a minute. I got to watch but- more Russian videos so I can come back stronger next time. Uh, yeah. you know, I just want to say, hey, you, you called out the perfect thing. The thing that I put on my notes, right, is Volkov, the much taller fighter most of the time. And I love that he fights like the much nice taller long. fighter. Yeah, I absolutely love it. He uses it all the way. Uh, mm-hmm. And the only time that he stayed in Rosenstruck's distance was really when he was throwing a few combos, but then he was right back out through a front yeah. kick, you know, to kind of just make sure you maintain that separation. Dude, it was just a really good performance by Volkov. Uh, you know, and I, I think Volkov is the victim of something like Dan Ige, which we'll talk about a little bit later, where they're really good fighters. Yeah. They might be top 10 contenders, but they're they're just in this part of their career now where they have this younger generation that is just coming in like a giant tidal wave, man, and just yeah. moving into the top spots. And where does a Volkov go from here? You know, because I don't think he's going to make a run of the title anymore. I still think he can, honestly. I think you his do? tools, the tools that he has, man, when he is on, he is on. And let's face it, man, he would have been fighting for the belt if Derek Lewis hadn't had had some miraculous fifth wind of energy in their fight. I mean, that was, that was he would have got a title shot off of that. And who knows what would have happened. But um, man, when, when they signed Volkov, I was extremely high because I'd seen what he'd done before, right? And I was like, this guy's UFC caliber. And they signed him, and I was like, whoa, UFC signing a top five heavyweight? Since when? The heavyweights are usually <laughs> awful, you know, yeah. in the UFC. And um, I still think he can do he can do big things, man. He he just recently still bulked up, right? He's only had three fights since his since he's put on all that muscle mass. And that takes a feeling out process for sure. Uh he just looks so patient in this one, man. He looks so With patient this one, when I I felt like after this, I felt like these guys are in the spots that they need to be. Like their rankings, yeah. they're perfect right now. With mm-hmm. uh, Alexander Volkov, you have Aspinall ahead of him. He already lost to Derek Lewis. Uh, you know, he, yeah, but, did he lose but to Curtis Blades? Has he fought Curtis Blades? Well, so here's the thing with the, the Lewis fight, though. Uh, I mean, he won four minutes and 45 seconds of that fight. So even though he lost that fight, it's still I still think he's good enough to beat him, you know? He lost to Curtis uh, Blades He did lose well. to Curtis Blades, yeah. Lost to Cyril Gaon. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we said, we, he lost to Aspinall. And I know I know he was beating Derek Lewis for most of the fight, but the end result was that he lost, you know? Uh, so who knows? Like but, pe- people will say, hey, I think nine out of 10 times he beats Derek Lewis. But yeah. that that's, uh, that's an assumption, I guess you could say. All I have to go off of is the fact that he lost to Derek Lewis. True, but if we're talking about his results of his fights as a means to say where he should be in the rankings or where he's capable of being, when with that fight in consideration of that, we know he can fight at that level because, I mean, for four and a half rounds, for more than four and a half rounds, he was outclassing him. So he is good enough to be at that level. It's just, 
I mean, it's just tough, especially at heavyweight. It's tough, but that you could also on the flip side of that is at heavyweight, anything could happen. So, I mean, he could, you don't think he beats Ty. I think he beats Ty Tuivasa. Well, yeah. And, and that's what I was going to say. The only question mark for me in the top five right now <laughs> is Ty Tuivasa. And you know, <laughs> I love me mark, man. <laughs> some Ty Tuivasa. I love yeah. Ty Tuivasa, but I just don't know if he has the skill set, right? For like a Curtis Blades, a Tom Aspinall, Steve Miacic, a Cyril Gone. Gone. <laughs> Dude, it's he's just, got this, man. And it's so much fun. He's yeah. so much fun to watch. Um, but like I said, I, I feel like Alexander Volkov's in a really good spot. Mm-hmm. And Drazenia Rosenstrup, again, when you look behind him, Chris Dacus, Martin Tibura, uh, Pavlovich, like he's in a good spot there too, you know, Rose where he's like going to be fighting some spot. of these killers too. So I, I feel like they're they're solid right now where they're at. I th- yeah, I, I agree with that too. Man, that, that, uh, that right hand though, that Volkov landed – Curtis Blaze or Curtis Blaze Rosenstrike cracks him with the left hook, right? Wobbles him for a second. He's like, "Oh shit!" And then he just starts swinging wild, right? Rosenstrike mm-hmm. does. Volkov's evading pretty much everything, either blocking or he's evading, slipping. He circles around him and then gets his back against the cage, and he's just standing there, like, "Okay, here we go. I got you right here." And he's just waiting, 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 and he like faints to the body real quick and just throws that like right hand, like a. Uh... Do you ever play Tekken? Oh, of course, dude. Remember Jack Five? No, I don't remember Jack Five. Rich knows what I'm talking about. I always uh, played the dude that was the uh, was a uh, Jamaican guy. I don't remember, but I don't remember, dude. But Jack Five, he has like a piston, right? He's like a robot. He throws that right hand up against. Uh, the I remember fence. that guy. It is, yeah. yeah so yeah. the way Volkov threw that punch was fucking like <laughs> it, it's so aggressive and so like terrifying the way he just walked him into the cage after after eating a flurry he just turns him around and is like okay i'm just gonna throw this one punch and it just destroys this whole game nasty man i'm a big yeah. fan of volkov pound for pound one of the best back tattoos in the ufc yeah didn't he change Fantastic it up too tattoo. not that long ago used to be the manta ray on the top of his uh back across his shoulders and then he did a cover-up now it's a gigantic like dude it's so sick it is a pretty sick tattoo all right, man. Uh, I, like I don't have anything else for the uh, main event. Do you? Uh, the only thing would be that I was not very excited for this being a main event. I didn't think this should be a main event. This card mm-hmm. kind of screamed, hey, we have to hit our quota for ESPN. But that being said, it was a fun little fight. You know, It was a fun card overall. Yeah, it was. Let's get to the rest of the card now. Okay. Yeah. So the next fight we're going to cover. We have Evloev versus Dan Ige. We have uh, Evloev was favored going into this. I don't remember the exact uh, the exact odds, but I know he was favored going in. Uh, Evloev came in 15-0 and 0 to this fight. Ranked right? 13 in the division. Yep. Ige uh, had dropped uh, two in a row. Uh, it, it's been somewhat of a downward spiral for Dan Ige as of late. Yeah. Well, he found what happened is he found himself in the top 10 of a terrifying division. Of Murderer's Row. Murderer's Row, man. I mean, 145 is terrifying. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Evluev is... Uh, we knew he was legit coming into this. Uh, this guy mm-hmm. seems like the real deal. This is a pretty favorable matchup for him. When they ma- matched this up, I was like, man, some, what a, I thought Ige was a Ali, Ali-managed guy. You know, usually they get favorable matchups, but <laughs> this was the flip side. <laughs> Dude, you mentioned the fact that nightmare. 145 is Murderer's Row in the top 10. And now yeah. you mix in 
and Evloev. Oh my yeah. god, man, he looked fantastic though. Dude. His striking is so crisp. His one-two, the way that he shoots it right down the middle, and was just splitting Ige's high guard. The counters, Dude, the way that he makes the counters. Oh my god, beautiful timing on the the flying knee. There's there's a difference of of guys who throw stuff like this, right? Because there's the Michelle Pajadas of the world who are just kind of they're gonna do a backflip off the cage and try to stomp on you on you on the ground, or they're throwing these flying flying knees and cartwheel kicks and all this crazy shit just to see if it lands. This shit was calculated. He landed it twice in the fight. There's, there was something that they that they saw in Ige's game, his footwork or something, a tendency that he has or something, uh, that he knew this could land. And he landed it so early. It was like, what, a minute and a half into the fight he landed it and hurt mm-hmm. him? And he rocked him, man. Yeah. He was hurt bad. his whole demeanor. How he, tough is he, Ige, though? Jesus. I know. And imagine, imagine. It's one thing to eat that and keep going, but it's another thing of of – you're like a minute 30. I don't remember when exactly it happened, but I think it was like a minute 30 or so into the fight. You're trying to like get your momentum. You're trying to like get into the fight here. Just starting, right? There's nerves, all this shit. You eat a knee like that. They feeling out process. <laughs> yeah. Now you're feeling out process is just you trying to feel out your body and like yeah. stay on your feet. And then to still stick with it and, and continue and finish the fight, really. Uh, I mean, all respect to Dan Ige, but you could tell... There's always some of those fights where it's like there's levels to this, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, Evloev came in here and showed showed just that because, like you said, striking looked f- like phenomenal. The grappling was was the pace was crazy on the grappling. He's Excellent ragdolling them sometimes too. Yeah, he caught uh, Ige kind of got lazy with the rhythm step there on that first takedown, mm-hmm. and uh, he caught him as he was taking the rhythm step, and his his. Toes were pointed right at him, or how, how, I don't even know how to say this. His feet were square with his shoulders, uh, hips forward, and caught him in that rhythm step and just took him right off of his feet. And it was like, man, his timing. That's probably another thing that he sees. A lot of people do that rhythm step a little too frequently, you know? Um, shouldn't be doing it in range. <laughs> no, and, but, and that's a perfect call out to say his timing because that's what I was going to say. One of the things that McGregor has said that always stuck with mm-hmm. me, other than buy proper 12 whiskey. Uh, it's just that uh, timing beats Dr. speed. Stoppage. Yeah, <laughs> it was a doctor stoppage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, HB Comer is going to now say you have the worst Irish accent in history. Watch, <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, uh, he always said uh, timing beats speed. But the thing with Evloev is that he he did have beautiful timing, as you saw with the flying knee. He had a nice counter right hook a couple times that he landed. Um, mm. But it's also he he's also very fast. Like I was saying, <laughs> he's dude, yeah, <laughs> ridiculously fast. So, yeah. dude, he, this guy's going to be a problem as he continues moving up in the top ten. Yeah, what do you say? What do you say about Arnold Allen? You call him a bullshit boy or something? <laughs> oh, I, I, honestly, I didn't even see any of the post fight interviews. Oh no! He, yeah, no, because about... I, I didn't get home till later, so I was like going through the the fights like crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and that's understandable. I mean, they started early, even earlier for you, right? Um, I think they started at like twelve for you. Yep. Yeah. More of that, please. But uh, I know for real. I think he said something about like because you could tell Felder was like, and it's probably the UFC in his ear. Like, make sure he calls out somebody specifically. Make him call somebody out. And he was like, they like maybe Arnold Allen. He's like Arnold Allen, he is bullshit guy or something like that. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> classic man. But yeah, oh, uh, I mean, I think uh, man. This division's fucking crazy. It is. It's crazy, man. 
Uh, it is. So for Ige now, that's three losses in a row. He's lost four out of his last five. To who? Korean Zombie, Evloev, who was before that? Again, dude, a bunch of killers, right? And I, mm. I'm not saying Dan Ige is not good, but this is another perfect example. Like I was saying, uh, like I was talking with Volkov, is like you reach this point in your career where, you know, you had to run. Ige was top five for a while there. Uh, some said that he was, might, yeah. he could be a, a contender depending on, you know, whether he actually ended up uh, – uh, who was it that he was fighting? They're like, man, if he wins this one. Calvin it was uh, Korean Zombie. Well, Calvin oh, Cater, Korean Zombie. Korean zombie. But, uh, man, I mean, he's gone up against Korean Zombie, Calvin Cater, Josh Emmett. And now Evloev, um, so he's going up against killers. But again, now it's this new generation, this new wave that's coming in uh, where I, I just don't know where he's going to fit in the mix. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, if we look at the record too, in hindsight, I'm not really sure how he got to number 10 mm-hmm. and or higher. I don't really know because, I mean, he beats Bektik. Okay. I thought he lost to Barbosa. Very close fight. Uh, then he loses to Calvin Cater, beats Gavin Tucker. That's a good win. Um, and then he, I don't know how he got to number 10 because then it's a loss to Chancellor Jung, loss to Josh Emmett, and then here we are. Yep. And I like the guy. Um, but when you look at his style and what he's capable of, and you look at who's in the top, and it's Yair Rodriguez, Max Holloway, Volkanovsky. I Again, mean, Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater, like now Evloev it's tough because there's nothing that he's doing. I mean, all of those people are special at something. Brian Ortega, there's very special at something. Ige is tough as nails and he hits hard and he's hard to put away, but that's not enough in a division like that. I heard it over and over and over again yesterday during the broadcast when they continued mentioning how tough he was. And I'm telling you when the only thing they're <laughs> really calling out is your toughness it's usually a bad sign. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. I'm, it, dude, being tough in the UFC is something that you need. But, yeah. but when that's all that's being called out, man, like, okay, so he's going to fall out of the top 10. But we still have Sadiq Yusuf, Edson Barbosa, uh, Shane Burgos, Ilya oh, Tapuria. Dude, like, it, you still got some more killers there. Yeah, Tapuria's on the come up too, I think. He's, so, he's closing in now. You put him up against maybe a Sadiq Yusuf, um, Edson Barbosa. They already fought, and like you said, you thought Barbosa won that fight. Yeah, Shane Bur- Burgos, Burgos would be a good one. All, all those are really tough fights for Eagles, though. Burgos just signed a fight, right? Who is he fighting? Mm, let me check. I'm uh, sure. He, I'm pretty sure he just signed a fight. <clears throat> I don't see anything. Yeah, no? I don't see any fights lined up for him. Maybe I he did. Swear I, they just I don't see anything. But yeah, either way, a lot of fun <laughs> fights that are still there for Ige, but um, they, they all look like tough fights still in the top 15 from. Jordan. Shane Burgos versus Charles Jordan. Fantastic fight. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was going to bug me. Up, dude. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, anything else, sir, with uh, Ige and Evloev? Nope. That's going to be it. F- fantastic fight, though. Uh, Evloev, excited. Very excited to see all what right. he does from here. Let's move on to our next fight. So we uh, had Trizano versus Almeida. Trizano came in favored at minus 225. Lucas Almeida making his debut. Yeah. Uh, Mike Trizano's had some ups and downs, but he's always in exciting fights. I think Almeida was on the contender series, right? He was. He was. Man, yeah. with Trizano, I feel like his last <laughs> couple fights, I always keep on thinking to myself, man, like he's right there. Yeah, he's yeah. right there. He's right at the cusp of 
of, you know, going on a streak himself, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and we saw him catch Almeida, you know, uh, with some big shots that first round. I thought it was over that first round. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, the first round, it was kind of Almeida setting the pace and mm-hmm. Trezano kind of being a little bit more patient, right? And I was like, maybe this is the tactic, right? Guy coming in on his debut, he got turned down from the Contender Series, going to come out try to prove something. Let me mm-hmm. let him blow his wad, right? And th- that's kind of what it seemed like after when that first round ended because uh, uh, Trezano cracked him. He cracked him good. I think it was like a left. And then uh, as he's falling, he like grabbed him by the back of the head in the Muay Thai plum and just gave him a knee for, for good measure. Lance flush and sits him down. That was uh, How do you come back from that? I mean, that is devastating. So it's crazy because there's this sweet spot, right? Where there's sometimes some fighters that just jump on top of, of somebody they knock down and they just go berserk where they don't plan anything out, right? And it's just yeah, wild yeah. shots. And it's like, oh, it's just a little more patience and you probably could have finished it. And this it is a case later I in think of, of Trezano, where I think Trezano mm-hmm. was too patient in this yeah. case, where he was trying to find the perfect elbow or the perfect yeah, shot. Yeah. And he just gave Almeida so much time to recover. Mm-hmm. Um and and I think that's what kind of lost in this fight because he had him, he had him there, dude. That was a devastating shot, and then oh. the knee on the oh. as he's falling down. Yeah, this picture here. Oh, so, so that's the first round, right? And then the second round, uh, man, Almeida, the guy's a fucking viper. He's a viper. He's throwing his one two. He's throwing the lead, uh, like lead uppercut to the body, the liver shot, the left hand. He's throwing the over. He throws it like Dustin Poirier, where Dustin Poirier will throw. Poria does a little different because Poria will throw his his right hand, his rear hand, and uh, and he'll throw it like a cross, and he'll double up on it. And as he throws the second time, he'll shift his he'll shift stances and, and then throw the left behind it, his lead hand, uh, and that's how he uses that's how he closes distance. But Almeida, he would throw that overhand right in the orthodox stance. He throw it and then almost just to close the distance with his feet to be able to throw that left hook. And he kept throwing it over and over and over again. And he's so in and out. Trisano got what he deserved as a mullet supporter. H.L.B. Oh, Comer, anti-mullet. Hating on the mullet. Hating <laughs> on the mullet. You learn something new every day. But, yeah. Uh, man, but his arsenal is incredible, man. He's going to be very fun to watch, his striking. It, your Instagram picture tomorrow is going to be with a mullet on? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, man. And like I said, I, I feel so bad for Trezano. I'm a fan of Trezano, man. He's an exciting fighter. Uh, I can't think of a fight that I've watched with Trezano in there where I'm not like, oh, what kind of a boring fight, right? Uh, he brings it. Um, and again, I walk away from this fight thinking he was right there. So close. Yeah. Uh, so I made a lance, that big shot in the second, knocks down Trezano. Uh, when he goes to uh, get in Trezano's guard, Straight headbutt cuts Trezano right under the eye. Oh man, yeah. Right away starts leaking, and you hear Trezano after they bring in the doctor. Oh yeah, over. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. It just leaked in my eye." And I'm like, "Yeah." Ugh. <laughs> like, yeah. And then but, and the doctor's like, "Let me wipe. Uh, my job is to make sure you can see. So let me just wipe all this, and then just leave your eye socket full of blood, and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Trezano's kind of like." Uh, and he has to like do it himself. It's like, dude, you're in that there with rough, like, a cotton swab. <laughs> and it, it's something I was thinking about afterwards. I was like, man, I wonder how much that uh, that affected the fight, right? And I know that Almeida had some really nice combinations going already before the cut. Uh, you were talking about like the uh, 
got the that combo where it was like left hook right to the body left kick yeah you know and, and dude he was landing that beautifully Clean. but the the left hook that he caught him with at the end that finished Trezano was on the right side of Trezano's face we had all that blood right by his eye and I'm wondering just whether that yeah. hindered his ability to see the left hook coming I don't know but either way I it was think, a fun uh, fight man yeah I don't know if the blood was a factor in the finish at least uh, because they're both kind of dug deep and were swinging, and it was the slip that that uh, that allowed him to get that left shot. And uh, true. So I mean, maybe the blood did help in blinding him right, but but I also wrote down was or was it Trezano keeping his head up after extending with his right because he really yeah. overextended with it when he went I mean, with that right and his head was straight up. That slip that Almeida did right before the left hook that dropped him was fucking beautiful. And maybe the blood was a factor, but even if there was no blood, you're not seeing that shot come. If you're in position like that, or you're out of position, I should say, like you said, overextending, right? Allowing him to slip under it. No one's seeing that coming. That shit was money. Money. so good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited to see his next fight. Yes. Keep an eye on Lucas Almeida. All right. uh, I want to move on to the next fight. Uh, HLB Comer says, I think they're not allowed to wipe them down or something like that. I've seen that too, but it's weird because like the UFC has all these rules and it seems like half the time they, they abide by them and half the time they don't. Cause I've seen them say like, Oh, I got poked in the eye. Can you, can you just like rub it real quick? I've seen them hand them the towel. I've seen them hand the fighter the towel where the the fighter then wipes their own eye and gives it back. But then it's like, what are we doing? Because half the time they do that, half the time they don't Half the time. They just, they're like, Oh, we can't. Sorry. And it's like, can we? Pick Can we one. Like set a standard, please. Pick one. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. All right. The next fight we're going to cover, we have Silva versus Botelho. This is Silva's debut as well. Silva's debut. Uh, yep. Big favorite coming into this, right? Uh, she was favored minus one twenty. I want to say big favorite, but she was definitely favorite coming yeah. in. Minus one twenty. Okay. Yeah, Trizano had uh, better odds, but we know how that mm. went. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> four finishes in a row for Silva. HLB yes. Thomas' rule schmooze. Let's go. Let's just bleed. <laughs> so with uh dude, but tell you, I she's very entertaining. And the thing I love yeah. about her is the uh the exaggerated faints. Yeah. In the dude. beginning. I don't know if you noticed that. Like when she like she faints the 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 calf kick, it's like the mm-hmm. entire body moves with her like all crazy. And then she yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Super exaggerated. So I always just get a kick out of that. But the thing Johnny about Silva. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's Johnny Walker, um, doesn't it? Is the fact that we always talk about fighters getting their debut and the adrenaline dump, and Silva seems so calm and so composed for this being her debut, man. Yeah, like man. She, she belongs. She, she definitely belongs. belongs, man. You know what I mean? She's the real deal. I mean, she had uh, three finishes coming into this fight, so this is four in a row for her. I mean... When you when that's the case, I mean, you have the confidence, and I think this was like eleven first round finishes for her now in her career. That's crazy. That is nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. E shout out George, one of the OGs. Been a while. Oh, oh we, we live, live in direct, direct? fellas. Hashtag War Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves Glover to share more than than George. I think. Man, George made that pick early. He did. He called he did. that early. Man. Um, but yeah, so with Silva, I, I think this uh, this right hand though, 
that she threw? Rich the right hand. Back, yeah. Oh, my God. But the God. thing that I loved about it is that as soon as she connected, there was no time wasted, man. And she goes straight for the takedown, head positioned right on Batelio's well, chin, driving through. I have a theory on why, and it's she threw the right hand to set up the takedown, and it just happened to land clean. But she didn't throw it to, like, knock her out or anything. I think she just threw it to get her to shell up so that she could and she's shoot she's like, under. oh, she's already falling. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, oh, shit, it landed? And she's, like, already deep on the double, you know? <laughs> Dude, but it was beautiful, man. Like I said, no time wasted. And then mm-hmm. no time wasted after that in uh, sinking in the Dar's choke. No time wasted. Uh, I am very high on her. And in the division that she's in, get her up there. Skyrocket. 115, That's right? center. 125. Oh, 125? Was it not at 125? Oh, dude. Yeah, if, it was. If, if it's Life 125, in the yeah. Dude, 125, her next fight might actually be against Shevchenko. <laughs> her second fight in the USC might be against Shevchenko. Yeah. We'll see That's what happens, man. But yeah, better than Joe Lozon. His, hey, she'll his break first into the top 15. The oh, yeah. She'll break I mean, into she, the top 15. For sure. And uh, it's funny. I, I sent a, a photo in that group chat that we're in, but that I made real quick after the first fight of this night, and we'll talk about it. But this one, you could Anik could have been justified in just being like, we have a new contender in the 125 division. It would have been okay. <laughs> I would have let it slide. I would not have made it's a so meme funny. about it. But By the way, dude, I'm at work, and you guys are all texting about the fights. You know how painful it is? And I'm like, I just want to be home right now watching these fights. Yeah, can't you just, you just go into SDR and just put them on? Yeah, in the break, I'll be like, hey, guys, I'll be back in four hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only it was that easy. All yeah. right. Uh, anything else on that fight? Uh, not really. Big right hand. Cool submission. I'm Sweet. excited. What else can you want? Next you know? fight. Next fight that we're going to cover. Ode Osborne versus Saruk Adashev. There you go. Good job on that. Did one. I land it? I think so. I'm going right. to just refer to him oh. as... Uh, as what? What were you gonna say? <laughs> I'm just gonna say uh, Adashev. I don't. I'm not gonna try that first name. Maybe it's Saruk. Yeah. I'm not sure. Saruk. Uh, that, that's <clears throat> but, what I'm going with. Anyways, Osborne came in favored minus 195 into this fight. Just so dude, you know, Ode Osborne. We've talked about him before. Mm-hmm. The guy is, in my opinion, he is somebody that is must watch. I know he kind of became a meme fighter because that one that I don't remember who he was fighting, but it was on a card with Connor, and he was like, he's like, you know what? People are going to come out of this, and they're not going to talk about this being a Conor McGregor card. They're going to be talking about this like this was the Ode Osborne card, and I think he lost. But <laughs> so people kind of joke about him and stuff on that. But dude, if you go through his record, win or lose, I mean, how many first round finishes has this guy been a part of? It's crazy. He's, it was against uh, Brian Kelleher. Was it? Yeah, it lost by yeah. guillotine choke. And that was on the McGregor versus uh, Cerrone card. Classic, man. Classic. But, yeah, I mean, look at this. Hey, love the confidence, so, though. Yeah, so his UFC debut is that Brian Kelleher fight. Loses mm-hmm. in the first round. Guillotine choke. Second fight, Jerome Rivera. First round, mm-hmm. knockout. He wins. Next fight, Manel Cap Loses in the first round with a flying knee. So his first three fights were first-round knockouts or first-round finishes. Then he has a decision. He wins. Now this fight, another first-round finish. I mean, the guy's, he's must-watch TV, in my opinion. He's money, man. Win or lose. And you know what? Uh, I was I was actually impressed with Autoshift, too, man. He has lightning for hands. Those are super quick hands. Yep. Um, but yeah. you know that what happens, though, is uh, Osborne has – are you ready for I this know. corny line? He has lightning fast hands, too, 
Yes, Thunder <laughs> as well. Oh, uh, you like that one? Lightning and Thunder. Lightning and Thunder. Uh, yeah, hey, I heard the – was that the drums? Oh, it was the Rich drums. The, yeah, oh, hey, Rich. there we go. Hey, perfect timing, Rich. Thank you. Uh, I can't believe he was on that. Dude. But Long th that, uh, and lean. Long and lean yeah. for uh, Osborne. And the thing with this specific weight division, like you saw the build that Adeshev has, right? He reminded yep. me very much of a Henry Cejudo. Smaller, stocky. Mm -hmm. But when you're this long and you're this lean at this division, it allows for so many counters, man. You know what I mean? It does. Where most of the flyweights can't counter. Yeah, because you're you're more extended, right? And it was perfect. The little right hook over the top uh, that Ode landed as he's stepping back. <clears throat> the dude cracks. Uh, like you said, he's fast. He's got he's got lightning and thunder, all that stuff. Uh, the timing was perfect. Uh, <laughs> and once again, he's rolling with that dude. Yeah, and, and, uh, HW Comer says impressions game has to be leveled up. We'll work on it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, man, this division, it, it, time and time again, they're putting on Continue bangers, better, dude. Man. It's so fun. Uh, there's not much to talk about, right? Uh, oh, it was a fast fight. The fast fight, I mean, it was, what, maybe two exchanges, and then he dropped him. But that being said, perfect example of how to finish a fight when you drop somebody. Because dude shut his lights off with the hook. He kind of woke up on the ground, put his lights out again with the hammer fist. Another hammer fist wakes him up, and then he puts him out again. Got knocked out three times <laughs> hey, in this fight. Up, it was dude. crazy. It was like 20 up. seconds, and he got knocked out three times. Nasty. <laughs> Nasty. all right man uh anything else uh no i mean like i said this was that was what uh like 30 seconds a minute quick yeah, fight it was fast yeah i think we talked about it longer than the fight actually took yeah to, to be over so man all right another good next fight... Osborne card <laughs> yes <laughs> uh the next fight that we're going to cover alonzo menifield versus askar mazarov lots of drama in this one yeah, hey, Menfield coming in minus two fifty five favorite, so pretty decent favorite for the UFC. Yeah, I mean, well, you did you see the drama with this one? Uh, I with, saw them uh, talking to each other a lot, you know, during the fight. And what did you do? You know why? Why? What happened, dude? This guy <laughs> here, give me the drama, dude. Come on. Yeah, this guy Askar Mosarov. Uh, this was his UFC debut. He lied about his record to get into the UFC. Nice. Yeah, said that uh, a couple of the wins that he had uh, were actually losses. Uh, and then it comes out that not only were some of them losses, some of them never happened. What? <laughs> they just never happened. Before he signed Is the this UFC... This guy's manager, Amber Heard? What the, what's going on? Dude, before he signed to the UFC, his record was 25-7. and seven. Man, big prospect. You watch his fights. He's killer be killed. He's dropping people. It's fun. Look what is, what is his record right now. His corrected 19, record 13? is 19 and 13. When they wow. signed him, he was 25 and 7. And that changed wow. to 19 and 13. And that's why Menafield at the end was like, fuck this guy. He's like, this guy's got three different records. What the hell? He's coming in here talking like he's going to kill me. That's insane, <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, it's, nobody did their homework. H.W. Comer says, oh, I was hoping someone can explain all that post-fight drama. New Will will be our boy with the gossip. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. It was like the TMZ of just like UFC, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. 
Uh, no, but Minifield, man, hey, he had a fantastic game plan right off the bat. Wow, performance taking Mazarov down. Uh, you know, and you, you could tell that that was just a game plan from the get go. They were talking about how Mazarov yep. is very dangerous in the first round, so why mm-hmm. not just wear him out, right? Yeah, dude. And then when he gets that crucifix, those dude. elbows, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure his orbital broke. Dude, on was one of those one... last elbows. <laughs> oh my god, I saw that. You could too. see it just like kind of like pop right here, and it just swollen right away. Yeah. Uh, next picture, Rich. Uh, I think it's actually that one. Maybe there's two more. So yeah, well, there's, there's takedown, right? Takedown. Takedown. Methodical to get to that to that crucifix position, right? Uh, I mean, just through, like <laughs> in this corner, they're like, move, move to have have. Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And they're <laughs> yelling this for the corner, and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, that is so awesome. That, that's it right exactly there. what you're trying to do. It's swollen right there. I noticed. Oh yeah, that too. that's it. The first the first couple elbows looked fine, and then all of a sudden he brought his elbow up, and it revealed like a mouse under the eye, and I was like, oh my god, man, the damage broken orbital did. for sure. It's got and be. so he lands a couple of these elbows, and you're like, these are nasty, but he's still trying to block as much as he can, mm-hmm. right? And then after that, I think it was a third elbow. He was like, Jesus, mm-hmm. take the wheel, man. And his arms just yeah. went flat back. And Dude, nasty. it had to be stopped at that. He maybe could have been stopped after the second elbow. I don't know. I don't think it was going to get been. any better. Could have been. But um, I'm sure Manfield didn't mind. Yeah, and this is coming off a loss, right? A, con- a contested loss, close fight kind of. Um, the dude's kind of struggled a little bit. You know, he wins his first two uh, in the UFC against Paul Craig in one of them. Fantastic win. Finished him in the first round. Then he loses to Devin Clark. Gets knocked out by OSP. He uh, gets the Von Flu choke in, against Fabio Charant. Doesn't really age that well. He goes to the decision with a 50-year-old Ed Herman. Doesn't age that well. Then he loses to William Knight. This has got to feel good. This has got to feel good. And I like I like him, man. He's a, he's a, yeah. He seems like a pretty good dude. Um, some of his fights are pretty excited or exciting. I hope, he's a fighter of the people, well. dude. He's a fighter yeah. for all that's right in the UFC and making sure that you come in legitimately. You yeah. know what I mean? So HW Comer says, I heard after the fight, Alonzo was so mad. He went and keyed Ascar's car and beat him at Fortnite. <laughs> oh, damn, yeah. man. Hey, he then, needs to chill. And he took his lunch money. <laughs> yeah, he needs to but, chill, uh, man. <laughs> but yeah, Menafield showed uh, in my, it's hard to say, right? Because the whole record. Can you imagine? Thing, like, though, dude, I'm just thinking about that. What HW Comer just said. He's like, here's yeah. my handle, man. See me tonight, 9 p.m. See me tonight. We'll do a private match. One v one. Can you one v one in Fortnite? I don't know. But, I don't know. But yeah, I was excited to see the way Menafield uh, performed in this because I mean he showed it, how much of it was Menafield and how much of it was a dude with a fake record getting into the UFC. Who knows? But I, it's promising. And yep. Pat Barry's in his corner now, tuning up his striking. Some people will joke about that, but. Uh, Pat Barry knows what the fuck he's talking about. I don't sure care does. What say. <laughs> I don't care he's going through some say. tough shit right now, man. Oh, man. All right. Uh, anything well, else on the fight? That was fight another fast one. Quick one. Uh, like butter. Went right through him. All right. We'll move on to the next fight then. The next fight we're going to cover. Karolina Kovalkiewicz versus go. Felice Herrig. The now, people's main event. Oh, Old man. school women's MMA, two pioneers yeah, women's MMA, dude. in my opinion. I love Catalina Kovacavich, man. Doesn't everybody? I just love her. And then the way that she just leans back against the cage whenever they call her name, and she just looks so calm. Yeah. 
you know she's been going I, through it lately man times, she has you know uh i know that she had uh she was uh battling some mental demons right and just Definitely. not wanting to really get back in the cage not really enjoying the process anymore wasn't really sure if she was going to continue fighting i mean she's at probably one close point, to she was cut I, dude i'm she had to have been but she's so adorable why would you cut her but the <laughs> thing is dude okay listen so she went up oh, against joanna and jacek right and almost fighting her. for the title claudia cadelia do you remember yeah. that though she almost finished yeah. her the overhand right and then uh you know she goes on a couple wins again uh one of those against felice herrig and she fights yeah. jessica andrage and i i witnessed this live will <laughs> and when i tell you my heart was broken yeah. Dude, I was devastated. Devastated. I was devastated. By the way, Andrage, this is pretty much a pick and fight. Andrade does that. Yeah, pick and yeah. fight. But Andrade does that to people. When she slammed Rose on her neck, my heart broke. But uh, yeah, I mean, she's coming into this five losses in a row. But five if you look at the losses, Andrade, Karate Hadi, Grasso, Yan Shadon, and eh, Penny. Not the best one. That, that's a rough but, one. You know what I mean? That's a rough one. But other than that, uh, she lost really to Jessica. No oh, Andrade? No, Payne. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, both. But, uh, <laughs> but, but she comes into this. Felice is also kind of towards the end of her career, you know, um, obviously. after One the fact, foot in, one foot out already. One foot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like you said, pick them, fight. Um, but, man, Carolina, the difference in this fight for me was, here's a perfect picture. Uh, Felice is throwing especially in that first round, she kind of tuned it up a little bit more at the start of the second, but that first round, she was reaching. She was throwing super far. Blitzing. She's punching. Yeah, not even really blitzing. She's trying to punch. She's trying to get to the target with her hands rather than her feet, right? doesn't work. And uh, Carolina was... Um, there's a difference with you're really trying to punch somebody versus I'm getting there with my feet and my upper body is doing the combo. And... If you're there, you're there. That's my that's on my feet. My feet are to get me there. I'm just throwing my combo the way I'm supposed to throw it. Hopefully, my feet are getting me there. The difference between the two, right there, because because Felice is reaching with her hands, trying to t- trying to touch her, but Carolina is throwing her combos and getting there. Uh, and if you go to the next picture, it's it's the complete opposite of this. Uh, and it's her in tight, right? She's not far away, and she's cracking her every time. Felice would reach, reach, reach. And Carolina's like, slip, slip. And here I am with my combos and I'm cracking you. Not a ton of power on them, right? But, but man, I was so impressed. I was so impressed because everywhere the fight went, she was beating her. Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, the thing with Harry, like you said, reaching a little bit. And there's a few times, if you go back and watch the fight, which you probably won't because, I, I mean, there's not much to rewatch on this one. I rewatched but- it this morning. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm a made degenerate. But there's yeah. this thing where Carolina would slip, and Herrig was keeping her head in the center line so much, yeah. so yeah. much that Catalina at Southpaw would slip left as Herrig was coming in, and she would hit her with a straight right three times yeah. in a row, three yeah. times in a row, while Herrig is throwing left, right, left, right, trying to trying to reach her. She's a bah, bah, yeah. Catalina's bah. just popping her three times in a row, just and she wasn't even having a lot of head movement. It was just a simple slip. But her head stayed in the exact same position so long that she landed the yeah. exact same straight three times. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, come on. Uh, you know, so like you said, she started getting a little bit better as the fight continued going on. But at this point, mm-hmm. she was already getting pretty beat up, man. She went to her corner, uh, you know, at the end of the first round, uh, already showing some damage on her face. 
they, they start, uh, you know, clinching a little bit more. And Catalina did such a good job of elbowing off the break. Yeah, can we go back elbowing one picture, off the break Rich? over and over again? And I don't know how many times, but from like three that. minutes into the first round, Harry kept on looking at the clock over yeah. and over and over again and taking like said, deep breaths yeah. and then walking back towards Catalina. They would and break, Catalina would elbow, <laughs> and before she pressured again, she'd look up and then I walk forward too, again. Yeah. And it's just like, well, fuck, I'm already here. Might as well. You know? That's one foot in, one foot out, like you said. That's one foot in, one foot out. But, but hey, uh, props to Herrick, man. Great career for her. She went in there, man. Yeah, and she, she retired after the fight. Uh, I do want to say that the the finish, she got out of the first rear naked choke. Um, Carolina was kind of on the side though; she didn't have full like back control, right? She had one hook in the way the they were, the way they were positioned. She didn't really have full back control, so the angle was kind of off. You hear her coaches say bail on it, uh, step over to mount. She does it right when they say it, and then she hits her a couple times, and it forces Herrick to go into the turtle position. And then from there, dude, the hooks that she was landing nasty vicious and that's how you get a choke that's how you get a choke unless you're like damian maya or Tego, some somebody like that who can just like find their way in you just yeah. batter them until they have to like try to do something and then the chokes there sinks it up got the win immediately screams after you could tell this was like it's a big Meant deal a lot. you know five in a row she lost five in a row coming into this you know um and man this back it, on the wing column yeah, this is what happens. This fight takes place. She gets a second round finish. Got to feel amazing. Reignites the career. She's at ATT. She's training with Joanna, all these people, right? She looked like she's much better, right? Less reserved. She's going in there throwing combos. And on the flip side, Herrig uh, retires after the fight. Could you imagine if this was the other way around? And Herrig wins then oh. retires. She's gone. And they're both and like, hey, Carolina, we're both out. Yeah, Carolina probably gets cut. This, oh. this could have been a disaster. Don't cut her every Complete UFC. meltdown. I know. But Don't ever cut her. All right. Great fight from her, though. Congratulations. I was excited about that fight, man. And also That's congratulations, Felice Herrick, for a great career. Yeah. I mean, both of them pioneers. Starting in 2009. Felice Herrick started 2009. She was on tough with, with Rose, Penny, mm -hmm. Carla Sparza. I mean, she was part of that. They kind of helped usher in that division. Did you watch that entire season? Of course I did. I was going to say, for somebody that loves UFC drama... You were probably just in like UFC heaven watching well, that. That was so I much drama. I watched that season specifically for Rose because I was a Pat Berry fan and I knew she was uh, going to be on it. And I was like, oh, let's go, Thug Rose. Well, she wasn't Thug Rose yet, but uh, yeah. I was like, Rose, she's a killer. Turns to Pat Berry, they're together, all that stuff. So I watched it literally just for that. Um, watched it for Rose, stayed for the drama. Stayed for the drama. Beck Rawlings. <laughs> that was a good season, man. It One was. of the last it was good, tough good. I'm just talking yeah. shit because I watched the entire thing too, and I loved yeah. it. All right, so uh, the next fight we're going to cover, I think we're going to uh, skip a few fights, right? We're already uh, pretty far in. Uh, we're but, 50 minutes uh, in, yeah. Benoit Saint-Denis versus Stokes. Yeah. Dude. By the way, Saint-Denis? No, Saint-Denis. Saint-Denis, yeah. Saint-Denis. I love it. Dude, his debut, I'm glad he took the time off because the guy is really good. But remember his first fight? That was uh, that was crazy. I mean, the dude got the brakes beaten off fight. of him. It was literally just him getting his ass kicked. It was pretty hard to watch. Um, but he was tough as nails. This is Zaleski. Yeah, it was really yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, really bad. And I remember it was like, okay, yeah, this guy's. They always talk about oh, special forces, France, all this stuff. He's been through it. 
And you could tell in that fight, and it was like, man, I want to see this guy get a win. And then in this one, once again, tested, <laughs> tough as nails, uh, and gets the win. He looked good. Looked fantastic. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty quick fight, right? Uh, Saint Denis yeah. also favored minus 155 going into this fight. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think Stoltz landed a, a knee that cut up uh, Saint Denis. The knee and was nasty. Everything else was Saint Denis yeah. after that. Yeah. He was like, oh, okay. Is that what you want There's to do? There's the knee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man, I just uh, not I remember cover on this fight, though. It was quick. Yeah. I just remember his face when he got taken down, and I was like, oh, that no. That, there it is. Record scratch. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you might be wondering. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got here. <laughs> the French Special Forces <laughs> fighter on top of me. Uh, but Look, yeah, he looks happy like to a see savage him get the in that picture. I All right. Know. Let's cover the not next much. fight then. The next yeah. fight to cover Gravely versus Munoz. Uh, so Gravely coming in minus 125 favorites. Uh, man, this guy's so much fun to watch. The dude cracks. He cracks. cracks. <laughs> and especially at this weight division, man, in this weight class. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. You know, uh, it, another really quick fight. Yeah. But it, all I can think about is not so much about the fight, but all I just kept on thinking after that knockout was like, who does Gravely fight next? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Because th- this one was uh, like the way uh, it reminded me of Derek Lewis versus Curtis Blades. Because mm. at first I was like, what the fuck? Even knocked him out. I didn't even see it. I couldn't tell what happened. And then they showed the replay. The short. And, and he, as he's throwing the uppercut, <laughs> Munoz Jr. just goes, he's heavy into the takedown. And he lands that short uppercut. It looked exactly like it. And he just crumbles. I was like, man, how hard does this guy hit to make this look like a heavyweight knockout? To make it look like a Derek Lewis knockout? Nasty. Is he related to Dennis Green? Dennis Green? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Because at this division, at 135, I mean, it's almost like if I were in the UFC, I wouldn't even want to get wins in that division. <laughs> like, fuck this, man. I don't want to fight anybody up there. Terrifying. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do from here. Another but. division, man. You talked about 145 earlier. 135 is craziest nuts. one. Crazy. Crazy. All right. One. Again, running a little on time. So, we'll move over to the next fight. Next fight, also, that was pretty much the only thing that happened <laughs> versus Zumagulov. Yeah. Two victims of Manel Cap on this card. Both of them got finished by him pretty significantly. I just want to say that. But, uh, Molina came in favored, by the way, minus 180 into this fight. Well, he's on a nine-fight win streak coming into this, right? Uh, I think so. Let's see here. Yeah. <laughs> Great stare down. Oh, yeah. Fantastic stare down. Yeah. That makes it a lot better, too. Yeah. Um, I thought this one, I thought they got this one wrong. You gave it to Magulov. I did. And I don't know if it's because of how hyped Molina is coming into it and he's on a nine fight win streak and he looks smooth and stuff like that. I, I just thought, um, I thought he looked kind of lost in there, honestly. And, uh, Zuma Gulov really took it to him everywhere. And when they read 30, 27, I was like, okay, yeah. Cause how are you going to not give him at least one round? This gotta be, gotta be a win. And then they gave it to Molina and I was like, Oh, whoa, look at that. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, it's not a robbery. At the end, 
Yeah, at the end, I was like, it, it could go either way, right? Zumagulov yeah. looked, for me in the beginning, faster, mm-hmm. stronger. He was a little bit craftier in that first round. Um, got, but then I think it just... in the second. Yeah, but for, for me, it came down to... Because he was able to control... Uh, he had octagon control. He clinched him up against a cage a lot. Yeah. But then... Uh, it came, comes a bit down to, we talked about this, what was it, one or two weeks ago? We're like, yeah, but what does he do once he has him up against the cage? And how do you score that? You know, like, yeah. it, it, it was a tough one for me. And, yeah, I mean, Molina was hitting him with some little rabbit punches, you know, making it uncomfortable for Zimagulov, making Zimagulov head, pretty, uh, change head position. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty clear, clear win for Zimagulov. And H.O.B. Comer shouts out, Molina had the surprise face of the night. Because even him, when they read the decision, he was like, Really? Yeah, that's true. He, he did. I mean, I, I I don't see how you could uh, – I, I don't know. It's a close fight. It's not a robbery, but it, this one kind of baffled me. I thought for sure Zumugulov won I'll it. go back and watch this one. This is one I will go back and watch just because I'm really curious about this one because I, I wasn't watching it, like scoring it as I was going. Uh, but I just rem- – like I said, I just remember thinking at the end, like, hmm. Hey, by the way, did you notice that your name changed on the screen? <laughs> yeah. TMZ Will. Yeah. yeah, shout out HLB Coma for getting rich to do that. <laughs> hey, ho- hopefully we don't get like uh <laughs> we don't get taken get down by, by TMZ them. or something. Yeah. It's just yeah. like uh no it stands for something <laughs> totally different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hilarious. What are the so uh okay, so the media scorecards, those are always fun sometimes. Uh mm-hmm. Four out of 13 people had 30-27 uh, for Zumugulov. Uh, eight out of 13 had Zumugulov 29-28. And one out of 13 had Molina winning the fight. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a robbery because it wasn't a super one-sided fight, but I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the scoring criteria is. Hey, anymore. I'm not saying I would have gone into Molina. Yeah. I'm not saying I would have given it to Magulov. I'm just saying I saw him clinched up against the cage, and I was like, "Do more, Zimagulov. And yeah. but you know, he again, did hurt him in the but, second. But Molina didn't. Molina didn't do a lot either, other than those little rabbit punches. So do you give octagon control at that point to Zimagulov? Which at certain yeah, at a certain know. point you have to go to that when you're scoring, right? Well, you do. The certain point is when nothing's happening. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> here we are. All right. <laughs> Want to go on to the last fight we're going to cover? Yeah, yeah, we'll spend a, a, not a ton of time on this one, but a little bit more. All um, right, last fight we're going to cover then. Blanchfield versus Aldrich. Blanchfield came in the biggest favorite of the card, I think, minus 425. Wow. He's been promised as like the next thing in this division, you know? Kind of, she became kind of what uh, Macy Barber wished she did. Dang, man, we got to throw Macy Barber under the bus like that. Come on. She's the future, man. She's the future, yeah. She was the future. Um, but yeah, Blanchfield comes into this and she's at, everyone's saying the same thing. This is the division that's right for the taking, right? Obviously not at the top, but eventually Shevchenko is going to be gone and it's a shallow division, right? It'll be up for grabs for anybody who's got to win, you know? Again, her um, next fight might be against Shevchenko. We don't know. <laughs> well, like John Anik screamed at the end of this fight, uh, what he say? He's like, and 125 has a new contender. <laughs> I was like, what? Because, man, the whole fight, I mean, she got the finish. She got the win. But the whole fight, it was her walking into Aldrich's punches. Just walk. I mean, look at this picture. Yeah, Aldrich had some quick hands. 
dude, every time she's coming in, I'll just, just pop, 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 circles out. And then she's like, all right, I'll just keep walking forward and mm-hmm. eat your punches. And I was like, man, this is the state of this division is crazy. But then she got the win. And then Anik, you could tell Anik had that prepared for this one. No matter what, what? happened, as long as Blanchfield got the win, he was going to say it. <laughs> oh, man. No, the thing I did uh, like about Blanchfield is that she mixed it up a little bit more. She gave yeah. uh, Aldrich different looks. Uh, she did change a uh, level change more often, you know, which probably threw Aldridge off a little bit. Um, yeah. But dude, she, I, I, I thought both of them looked really good. Both of them looked really good. But th- but listen to what you're saying. This fight was supposed to be a good finish win for Blanchfield where she could she Like could a go coming through. out party? This was because I mean, you saw the odds. This—that's exactly what this fight was supposed to be. Um, and instead, I mean, she got to finish, and it was a great standing guillotine. Once she got, she locked it up and she cranked it. Once she got the crank on that, I was like, "There's no way she's getting out of this." Um, and that was impressive. But the lack of um, growth in the striking department is is going to be stopping her from uh, becoming the the contender of this division because. She's not going to get the sneaky guillotine on Shevchenko. Uh, and if she has a hard time walking J.J. Aldrich down, she's going to have a nightmare of a time walking Shevchenko down. Because yeah. stylistically, that's what Shev wants. She wants you to walk into her because then she can have her combos, her counters, and she'll put you out. I just didn't see it in this one. And, and she's young, right? She's young in the game too, so she can still uh, grow. But... You compare this All right, to so Silva's this fight. just in Blanchfield. Uh, Will hates Blanchfield. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just. Uh, I <laughs> just. just <in. laughs> no, I just want to see. More. I just want to see more. You know. This just in. Will hates uh, women's more. MMA. Okay. Well. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Meanwhile, I just I rewatched the Carolina fight this morning. Yeah. <laughs> How many people you right. rewatched that fight? <laughs> Not many. I'll tell you right yeah, now. Yeah. This this was a fun picture of her throwing her, her mouthpiece out. Nice. It's cool. All the slobber. Nice. Uh, okay, shout out Chris right. uh, Unger. Unger? Yeah, I think he was the only photographer of the night. Get him on the board. Oh. He held it down, huh? Held it down. I think these Vegas cards, it seems like they're just, uh, they have like one photographer at them now. Oh, damn, that sucks. Hey, everybody's going through budget cuts. You know what I mean? You need two angles, you know? I'll go. You do. You do. All right, that was it. That was all the fights we're going to cover, Will. Uh, moment of silence? Yeah, moment of silence. Uh, Cynthia Calvillo. Versus Brianna Fortino, used to be Van Buren. Shout out Gilroy. Uh, she's from Gilroy. Uh, shout mm-hmm. out Tosi. She trains with Tosi, all those guys. But uh, that was supposed to happen. And that's kind of like some drama fight because uh, AKA, you know, they're both local. Um, Everything with drama Calvio is a drama fight. Yeah. Um, Joaquin Buckley was supposed to fight... Uh, Magomedov. I'm not even going to try to say the first name. Abu Supiyan. Abu Supiyan. I don't know. Abu Supiyan. Uh, Come go. on, Will. Yeah, it's easy. Uh, <laughs> Dame, By the Dame way, Jackson. that video of uh, Joaquin Buckley talking to Darren Till. Oh, you yeah, see that one? So funny. Yeah. <laughs> and Hobbs was like, "Who is that guy?" And Darren Till's like, "I have no fucking clue, man." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so funny. I love that. Video. Uh, Damon Jackson was supposed to fight Derek Minner. Uh, Minner had a concussion in training, so they pulled him out. Um, Alonzo Menafield was originally supposed to fight Nick Negamoriano. Would have been a fun fight, uh, fun but I'm glad. I'm kind of glad that fight didn't happen because then we got the cool crucifix. That's always fun. So that was it, though. 
<laughs> Those are all the tough awesome. fights. Oh man, poor uh, Mazarov though, huh? Yeah, he's like, oh, dude, I lied my weight here for this. <laughs> I know. So much ice socket broken. Uh, bonuses. Bonuses. Uh, Lucas Almeida and Mike Trezano got fight of the night. Fifty grand to each of them. I thought that That's was good pretty one. much on the money. Um, uh, Kareen Silva, Karine Silva, uh, she got a performance bonus for her yeah. Darce. Um, Ode Osborne got a bonus for his knockout as well. Pretty good. Pretty good. Against Adesha. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, well deserved. Well deserved. What do we yeah. have up next? Well, what do we have coming up next week? What do we have coming up next week? UFC two seventy five. Is it the Man Dime Yidri Prohaska? It's time. Oh, and boy. George, okay, just in time. Just George. <laughs> what, what round does Glover finish? Yidri. Wow. Um, man, the, I've been looking forward to this fight already for so long. And this, I mean, take a look at the top three fights, man. Zhang Wei Li versus Joanna Yan Jacek. This card is amazing. The return amazing. of Joanna Yan Jacek. We've been wanting to see this rematch for the yeah. longest time, and it's happening. Shevchenko versus Santos. We get to see Shevchenko. This this main card is again. crazy, bro. Talia Santos is no joke. I like. She's I not. really like watching her fight. I just but don't dude, think anybody challenges Shevchenko. No, probably not. We got my boy Manel Cap in the main on the main card. UFC said, "Fuck that bullshit." Nevada State Athletic Commission trying to take your career away, take money away from you. We don't give a fuck. Here we go. Main card against Bontorin. These fools crack. This is going to be a fantastic fight. And then Jack Della is back. Opening up the main card, Magdalena. Jack Della. Let's go, dude. This this kind of crazy that they gave him a they gave him a Russian wrestler because you'd think that the UFC would be like only strikers for Jack Della, only strikers. Let's keep this fun. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Allen? Brendan Allen's headlining the prelims against Jacob Malkoon. That's a great fight. Sungwoo Choi is back. Come Super on, boy Choi. Dude, come on. Dude. I I'm excited for this. Yeah, it's a very good card. Jake Matthews fighting Andre Fialo. What the hell is Fialo doing? How is he just... Dude, he made his debut and he's weeks, like, I'm just going to keep fighting. <laughs> every two weeks, just toss this guy in there. Why not? Let's do it. Man, oh. he, he he made his UFC de- debut in January and he's about to have his fourth fight. Did you see what just came through right now, Will? George says the fans want a story of the fight pre-show before the card starts. What do you mean? Like live? Isn't this in Singapore? What, what time is this airing? Oof, that's a great question. I don't know. Tapology is always wrong when it comes to the uh, start time. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Um, we'll find out what the time zones are and stuff and see what we can do. Uh, but this 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 card deserves yeah. it, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I'm just so excited <laughs> for this. I, I'm looking at the card right oh, now, dude. I don't know what to Dana. say. There's just so many exciting fights. Danal Bakaral versus Kyung Ho Kang. Come on, man. This card is crazy. All right. Can't wait. Will, do we have anything 9 else? 9 p.m. Eastern, if I, if I recall correctly, says H.O.B. Comer. So if, oh, is, if I recall. Okay. 9, 9 p.m., though? Eastern? Oh, that's Eastern, though. That's yeah, Eastern. That'd be you know, 6 p.m. for you, dude. Yeah, yeah. Is that the prelims? The main? <laughs> we'll figure yeah, yeah. it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll see if that's something we could do, but that's a great call there, George. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, that's all. That's all we got for the... Did you watch the, the Haney fight? Right? H.L.B. Comer just called out the Haney fight. Did you watch that? I did not. I, I saw highlights. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I had COVID. Ooh. By the way, I approached this. That was a thing I could have said at the beginning of the show, but I've been out this whole week with COVID, so I've just been kind of fucked up. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Dude, you lead the league in COVID, huh? Hey, two times I got vac- I got COVID, I got vaccinated, I got vaccinated again, got COVID again. Here I am. Dude, you're the super COVID vac. Oh, dude, you're the champ, man. Yeah. I'll send you a belt. I'll send you a belt. <laughs> I'll send you the COVID belt. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. Hey. Test right here. This came in today. See Fred uh, coming through, by the way, man. Shout out, mom. Yeah, Thanks, shout mom. out. Congrats 995 on 995. Thank you, thank you. Let's get to 1,000. But like we talked about in the beginning, yeah, we're trying to get to that 1,000. So if this is your first time watching, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. If uh, you don't like watching us, but you like listening, again, uh, we got every platform out there. Seriously, if you just, wherever you listen to podcasts, just search Story of the Fight, and your boys are probably there. Yeah, and uh, I mean, we're everywhere. And go go back on our channel because we got fun interviews. Uh, <laughs> George you know, Cohen is 0-2 against Will. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, and, and um, George reached out to us too. Uh, last week, since there weren't fights, we did the uh, the rewatch fight with uh, Connor versus Nate too. Um, it has the clock in the fight, so if you go watch that, it's like a watch along, right? Just put us in the background. Once you sync it up, the fight's on YouTube. That, that fight, so you can just put that fight up on YouTube. Someone other, someone else's channel has it. Watch it with us. It's fun. I'm trying to do some Social different media? things. Yes, at Story of the Fight on everything. Facebook. No, not Facebook. <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything but Facebook. I think we still have <laughs> Facebook. I think. No, really. I've never. I think, used I it. think we do. I, 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 yeah. It's been, a, it's been a minute, dude. It's been a minute. Facebook. Don't kick us people. out, TikTok. Please. Yeah. Don't be say youthful. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's Colleen, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Colleen. HLB Comer. We got George. Uh, again, it's always so much fun whenever everybody joins us live. Uh, we look forward to doing it live so we can talk to everybody. Uh, and hey, by the way, Will, did you know this episode was produced by Rich the Casual? No, this episode was produced by Richard Bustos. Oh, do we have to say Richard Bustos entire thing? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right, this episode was produced by Richard Bustos. Thank you for joining us, everybody, for another week of Story of the Fight. Thank you. Will, can I watch the next UFC event at your house? <laughs>